Hitting you right between the ears with a message of hope, love, and good news. This is Life Spring number 123. Hey. How's it going? Hey, this is Steve Webb, and this is LifeSpring, and welcome, welcome to the show. So this is Valentine's Day week. Are you ready for it? If you have a sweetheart, have you bought the card? Do you have the flowers ordered? Or are you doing something else? Whatever it is, <laughs> you don't have much time. Don't be like me. Don't wait till the last second. Hey, as of the 17th, I no longer have any children in my house. There will be no more children in the Webb household. That's right. I even have a date. Did you notice that? That's right. As of the 17th, my youngest boy will no longer be a child, but he'll be a teenager. And his brothers are taking him to some sort of a music concert with a band I'm sure that I'm glad I'm not going to hear. Uh, this is his initiation into adolescence, I guess. So they're going to have fun. I think that his mother, the lovely Lady Leanne, and I will probably go out for a nice dinner somewhere to celebrate the anniversary of that morning when Timothy was born into our lives. So, yeah, we're looking forward to that. That'll be fun. Well, let's see. Enough of that. Enough of that. Let's see. How are you doing? Hey, you know, if you're experiencing terrible weather where you are, you have my condolences. <laughs> Today in Riverside is about, oh, I don't know, 65 degrees. The sky was a beautiful clear blue with some big puffy white clouds yeah it was beautiful yeah i know it's tough but <laughs> somebody has to suffer through this southern california weather as the bumper stickers around here say just another crummy day in paradise hey before we get too much further email email me steve.lifespring at gmail.com show notes are at lifespringpodcast.com or lifespring.podshow.com either either place you can find the show notes for today's show of course, all the links for all the songs, everything else, all the music that I'll be playing and the links that I'll be talking about later on, they'll be right there on the show notes page. So check those out. All right, well, let's get into the show. Uh, before I um, <laughs> before I get into any more trouble with you, uh, you know, over the talking about the weather and all. Anyway, I really am glad you're here. I really, truly mean that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading it. If you're listening on Sirius, thanks for keeping it tuned on that their fancy satellite receiver you got. Beep, 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 whatever it is. <laughs> I don't have Sirius. I, I've never heard this Sirius show other than uh, what I do right here. Anyway, thank you for listening. Really. Hey, quick. Tell a friend to, uh, to turn on their Sirius radio. And uh, if you're listening on your computer, quick. Tell them to download the show so you can listen together. <laughs> here we go. Nothing 
Where? 
got a question for you. What do you want to be known for? Or maybe I should more properly say, for what do you want to be known? I know there are people out there that drive drives them crazy when you end a sentence with a preposition. So for what do you want to be known? What do you want people to say about you? You want to be rich? Do you want to be famous? If all the people who knew you were gathered into one room and you were a fly on the wall, what do you think you'd hear them saying about you? What would you want them to be saying? Would they be talking about your wealth or your home? Maybe your latest escapade? The death of Anna Nicole Smith got me to thinking about how tragic it is to strive for fame and wealth for the sake of fame and wealth. You know what I'm saying? What a terrific waste of the priceless gift of life. Of course, Anna Nicole Smith is not the first person to make this their life's dream, and she definitely will not be the last. And I think hers is an extreme case. And of course, all the news coverage that she's gotten since her death bears that out. Now, please understand, this is not a Bash Anna Nicole show. I'm not I'm not doing that at all. I mean, that's not the purpose of the discussion today. But with her being in the news so much, it really made me think. My first thought after hearing the news and absorbing the report that she was dead at 39 was, wow, how very, very sad. Here is a woman who was reaching for something to fill her life with, but it was only a mist. There was no substance. Fame, fortune, I mean, there's nothing there. (laughs) You know, we all have this void in our life that needs to be filled. There's only one thing that will fill that void because... It's been said that it's like a God-shaped hole in our heart. And there's only one thing that'll fit into it. Just like when you're working a puzzle. Only the right puzzle piece will fit in that hole. So the thing that Anna Nicole was trying to, to fill that hole up is Jesus. And somehow she seems to have missed that. And that's sad. I mean, it's really sad. I mean, really, what did she do to earn her fame? I mean, did she contribute anything of lasting consequence to humanity? What about her fortune? Did she do anything for that, her wealth? What did she do with all that money that she earned? I heard some reports that there was really nothing left, that she had been on the brink of bankruptcy. Even if she had been able to keep it, would it really have been of value to her? As I listen to people talk about her, the most common comment that I hear people say is, what did she do? Why was she famous? I mean, there's the obvious, you know, she posed in Playboy, I guess, a couple of times. I don't know. Um, But there have been many women that have done that. I mean, Playboy's been around for almost as long as I've been around. And so there have been, what, thousands? I don't know. Many hundreds of women that have posed in Playboy and they didn't receive the kind of um, notoriety, I guess, for lack of a better word. 
I mean, she, Anna Nicole, that was her goal in life, was to be famous. So I'm going to ask again, what do you want to be known for? Now, since you're listening to this show, I'm going to assume that you're probably looking for something more than than that, more than just fame and fortune. You, 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 you have the feeling or you know that there's, there's more to life than that. Listen to this from the book of Psalms, 49th chapter. Just a few lines here. It says, Do not be overawed when a man grows rich, when the splendor of his house increases, for he will take nothing with him when he dies. His splendor will not descend with him. Though while he lived, he counted himself blessed, and men praise you when you prosper. He will join the generations of his fathers who will never see the light of life. A man who has riches without understanding is like the beasts that perish. In other words, there's no future. So it says, wealth is not the point. We shouldn't put a lot of importance on wealth. That's not why we're here. And Jesus said this in the New Testament book of Mark. He said, what good is it for a man to gain the whole world and yet forfeit his soul? Indeed, what good is it? You know, the older I get, the more I realize that our time here is fleeting. Our stay here on planet Earth is no more than a nanosecond in the scale of eternity. Do I really want to spend that brief time grasping for shadows? Or do I want my time here to have a lasting impact? What do I want to be known for? You can ask yourself the same thing. What do you want to be known for? And then, what of, the time, what, what of the time after my stint here? Where will I spend the rest of eternity? Because it says in Hebrews chapter 9, Just as a man is destined to die once, after that to face judgment. There really is coming a time when each of us are going to have to give an answer for the way we spend our time here. How embarrassing would it be to say, well, I was famous. Do you know who I am? <laughs> or, well, look at my net worth. Look at my stock, stock portfolio. Look at my properties. Or in my case, how embarrassing if all I could do is stand there and say, well, you know, I did these podcasts. <laughs> so, where is meaning? Where is peace? Where is joy? You know, the Bible is all about answering that question. Jesus spoke of it in his Sermon on the Mount. If you've been, li been listening to the LifeSpring Family Bible, you heard it this last week on episode number 29. I'm not going to read it here again, so if you want to hear it, go to LifeSpringPodcast.com and take a listen. Also, you know, there was a time when some of Jesus' disciples were arguing about who was going to sit in the place of highest honor with Jesus when he rules in heaven. Jesus said to them, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. And 
whoever wants to be first must be the slave of all. So where is peace? Where is joy? Where is meaning? It's certainly not in pursuing those things that we have been talking about, the fame and the fortune. It's not there. So, when Jesus said, whoever wants to be great among you must be your servant, whoever wants to be first must be the slave of all, that really tells me that God thinks that it's important not to try to elevate myself above others, not to strive after that stuff, that being the ruler or being famous. What's important is to serve. And you know, that really makes sense because that's what Jesus did. And Jesus is our example, right? And he said something that was just amazing. He said this after he had been going around healing people, raising the dead. Amazing things. He said that we, well, he said this to his disciples. He said, you will do even greater things than I, he said. Wow. How am I going to do greater things than Jesus if I follow him? That doesn't mean I'm going to go out and raise people from the dead necessarily. But, you know, he had a very small area that he worked in, right? He lived that his life in just that, that little area around Israel. His ministry was was in a very small geographic area. He, he reached a, a very limited number of people. But we have the opportunity to reach lots more than that. That's one way that we can do things greater than him. But listen, this, this life of service that I was talking about, this is not a life of drudgery and toil. It's not a life of misery and despair. It kind of sounds like it, right? It seems contradictory. I mean, how great could a life of service be? But check this out. Jesus said that he came to give an abundant and overflowing life. You see, the thing is, the more we serve, the more fulfilled we are and the richer our life. And you know what? That really makes sense because that is how God designed it. It's really pretty cool. You follow his plan. You see, he's the designer of this whole system. Everything that, that is around us, he's the designer. Now, of course, yes, we live in a world that is, is suffering the effects of uh, sin, but um, when God made the world system, he set it up this way. So that by serving, our life is fulfilled. So, to ask the question again that I asked at the top of the, the show. What do you want to be known for? What do you want people to say about you? If you follow Jesus' example, if you serve, if you love your neighbor, if you seek to do the Father's will and not your own, your legacy will be a rich one. 
And when you stand in front of God at the judgment, you won't have to be embarrassed with how you spent the life that he gave you. Now, of course, the the ultimate question when he says, why should I let you into my heaven? The only answer you can give that will earn a place in there, if you want to use the word earn, is if you say that you have trusted Jesus as your Savior. See, all these things I've been talking about don't earn your salvation. They just give a meaning and a value to your life. But that magic key when he says, what... Why should I let you in? What's the key? The key is that you made Jesus your Savior. That's the only thing that'll do it. But you want to have meaning to your life. You want people to say good things about you. You want to have you want to leave a legacy. You want to contribute to the good of mankind.
Well, so that was House of Thomas, more than just alive. You know, the real key to peace and happiness is not found in wealth or fame. Okay, so we got some uh, funny news stories. Well, we have one funny news story. And uh, we've got some, uh, let's see, some uh, the, the podcast of the, of the week and links of the week and stuff like that to talk about right now. So, funny news story. You got to watch out when you're driving along with your iPod and messing around with it. Sheboygan. Sheboygan. Is that a great town name? If you're in Wisconsin, I'm not making fun of you. I just think that's a great name. It's fun to say Sheboygan. Reminds me of the uh, the Music Man. Uh, what was the name of that? Uh, Shapoopy? No, 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 no. I'm not saying Sheboygan is anything like that. But just another fun, fun word that's fun to say. Uh, I'm digressing, aren't I? I love the Music Man. Go watch the uh, the DVD if you can grab a hold of it. If you haven't seen it in a long time, great movie. <laughs> okay, Sheboygan, Wisconsin. A truck driver distracted by his digital music player tipped his semi trailer on Thursday. Spilling about 40 tons of cow intestines onto a major highway in eastern Wisconsin. Parts of Interstate 43 were closed for about two hours while authorities cleaned up beef byproducts, such as intestines and bones, said Sergeant Blaine Spicer of the Sheboygan County Sheriff's Department. The accident happened in the town of Mossel, M-O-S-E-L, Moselle, around 2.15 a.m. when 25-year-old Ryan Eagles... Uh, truck veered off the road as he adjusted his MP3 player. <laughs> uh, Ryan Engel, did I say Eagle? Ryan Engel, uh, who lives in Kenosha, was cited for inattentive driving and taken to a hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. The semi, of course, had to be towed from the scene. And it is owned by Birchwood Transport of Kenosha. So, hey... Be careful when you're adjusting that iPod of yours or your iRiver or whatever else it is you're, uh, you're, uh, you're adjusting. Be careful with your adjustments. <laughs> well, let's see what else. Um, where's it at? Where's it at? Oh, there. Okay. Podcast of the week. Family-friendly podcast of the week. Whether or not you are a Mac user, you're going to want to listen to a podcast and subscribe to it. The podcast is Mac OS Ken. I'll have links, of course, to these things on the show notes pages. But Ken Ray is the host over there, and uh, he is a professional broadcaster of some kind. I'm not sure exactly where he works, what he does, but uh, he does his uh, his podcast um, as his creative outlet, and uh, he's intelligent. He's got a wry wit about him that makes me laugh. Almost every episode. I mean, he is really a good reporter of uh, Mac news. But like I say, whether or not you're a Mac user, I suggest you go take a listen. Mac OS Ken. Website of the week. Now, boy, I was really kind of having to flip a coin to decide which website to tell you about today. But I'm going to I'm going to go with this one. This is a new little website that, well, it's new for me anyway. I got um, invited by um, oh Shana, who does the Mind and Body Cast. I got invited to be her friend over at Twitter. Yeah, Twitter, as in uh, what a bird does or someone who listens to <laughs> Laporte's twit. 
I guess that would make you a Twitter. Anyway, Twitter.com. And what that is, is it's a, it's a fun little thing that is actually very powerful, but it, on the surface, it's just a fun little thing. And you fill out, it, you can uh, fill out on the web, or you can, um, once you get signed up, you can do it through your uh, phone if you have texting on your phone. And you, you just put in there what you're doing at any particular time. Like just before I started the show, I put up there that I was uh, recording LifeSpring number 123. And it's fun because I've got things that, that come into my phone and they tell me what other people are doing that I have um, designated as friends. Or as I, you know, you designate them as a friend and then you can um, select to follow them. And so I've got, uh, I've got, Updates coming in from Leo Laporte and uh, Waz, Steve Wozniak and and uh, some other civilians, those that aren't famous. Oh, wait a minute. I just talked about that, didn't I? Uh, but uh, that's just kind of a fun thing. I got C.C. Chapman on there and some others. And here's the deal. If you go to twitter.com slash lifespring, uh, you can... Um, request that I put you on my list as a friend and uh, then you can select to follow me and, and you know you can find out what I'm doing and if you I'll you know follow you and find out what you're doing it's just a fun little thing but it's also uh, who was it I think it was Chris Perillo that said what a powerful thing this could be no no it wasn't Chris it was uh, um, uh, who was it financial aid podcast I think it was how powerful this would be like during election times um, candidates could like mobilize a, a whole team of people to go out and, and you know do this or that at a certain time in real time. So anyway, Twitter.com. Check it out. It's kind of fun. Uh, you can uh, put a little thing right on your desktop and, and just put that thing in there once in a while. It's, uh, it's fun. It's silly, but it's also very, very powerful. If you had like a sales team, you could put it out there to the sales team. Anyway, there's, there's another one that I'll, I'll mention to you. Just because, you know, this is a whole Web 2.0 type of a, a thing today. Twitter is definitely Web 2.0. Everybody knows about MySpace, right? And uh, you may or may not be a, uh, have an account there at MySpace, and you may or may not even be one of my friends on MySpace. And if, if you're not and you're on MySpace, go ahead and um, go to LifeSpring uh, or MySpace.com slash LifeSpring, and uh, you can uh, uh, request me to add you as a friend, and I'll do that. But, uh, you know, MySpace has a whole lot of other stuff on there that uh, is, uh, man, every once in a while. You know, there are people that have, like, robots that go and, and request, you know, friends just in the world of MySpace. And it's not even a real person that, that goes around requesting the ads. They just have bots that do it. And some of these bots that come by my MySpace page and uh, request uh me adding them as a friend, you got to say, no, I mean, I, you look at the picture of the person and, uh, no, 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 thanks. I'm not going, I'm going to deny that one. Uh, sometimes they'll, they'll fool you and you'll go to investigate, you know, who that person is. And you get this big thing up there that says, uh, uh, adult content. Oh no, get rid of that one. So anyway, so there's a lot of junk on MySpace. all that to say that. There's a new sort of a MySpace. It's called HisHolyPlace.com. And it's a place, as you might guess, that's uh, populated with uh, primarily Christians. And uh, it's I think it's just gotten started. I don't think it's been up for very long. I 
um, was requested to or recommended by somebody on MySpace to go over there and check it out. And, and I did that. And uh, so I joined up. And, uh, you know, I should have, oh, man, this is a person. That, let me see if I can get it here real quick. Maggie. Thank you, Maggie. <laughs> She's probably listening going, Steve. I'm you know, So anyway, um, thank you, Maggie, for telling me about hisholyplace.com. Yeah, his holy, I said space. Hisholyplace.com. Check that out. Join up, and I'll add you as a friend if you like, if you request. And so, you know, that that's another place, you know, Web 2.0, involvement with uh, with each other, and that's a good thing. So, uh, you know, I, it's, it's just a fun thing. And then, of course, there's always uh, the Frapper map and, and uh, you can check out pictures that I put up at Flickr and just fun stuff like that, you know. Okay, enough of that. Let's see. And uh, so I talked about podcast, website, and funny news. So reaction on last week's show. Man, I got a lot of reaction from last week's show with the whole GoDaddy thing. I got so many people that, um, well, let's see. I got several people that, well, lots of people that emailed. I got several people that posted on the forum over at uh, LifespringPodcast.com, the, the LifeSpring family forum. Um, let's see. Um, I got, uh, what else? Oh, comments on the show notes page. Here's an example of the comments on the show notes page. I'll just give you an example. Joanne wrote, God bless you, Steve. I appreciate the strong stand you have taken for what is right. We're in a time when Christians will have to stand up more and more and be counted. That had to be difficult. Or that had to be a difficult, soul-searching decision. I pray that God will give you new sponsors who appreciate your message and will more than make up for what will be lost from GoDaddy. I believe the Lord will honor you for this stand, and I'm praying for that. Let's pray that GoDaddy will feel the conviction of your decision and know that there are Christians who will act on what is right and maybe desire to know that kind of experience with the Lord. And uh, that was really very typical of the responses that I got. And for everybody that, that took time to write in and encourage me, I really, really appreciate it. And then many of you also had hosting suggestions. I asked on the show last week for hosting suggestions, and I'm in the process now of going through and uh, evaluating them. I've got a narrowed down, I think, to a couple of different ones, but I'm not going to make an announcement as to the web hosting company that I'm going to be going with until um, I make the change and, and, and that happens because uh, I, I want to be sure that I, I make the right decision. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? And uh, then I would also, um, you, there are no commercials on the show today other than uh, if, you, if you're an advertiser, there's an opening for you. So anyway, that's, that's what's going on. I want to really thank you guys for your, your great support. And anytime you want to write to me, it's steve.lifespring at gmail.com. The call-in line is 206-350-CALL. And, of course, there is the, um, the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the forum. So all of those places are good places to talk to me. Well, guys, I'm going to get out of here. It is, uh, as I'm recording right now, it's 1.57. I've got to get the show done. I've got to get, get the show up to Sirius. And then I still have to record uh, my part of the Family Bible Show today. Um, actually, today I'm going to be um, sharing um, the audio from Russ, who recorded the Bible for me today. But I've got to do the intro and outro. So I'm out of here. Thanks for listening. God bless you. And I guess I need to get rid of this music, and you know, I can't get you out of here with this without this music. Yeah, I gotta have that music, right? 
So this has been Steve Webb. I'm really glad you came by. God bless you. I appreciate you. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. This has been an In Touch Productions podcast. The best and the brightest served up daily by the sharpest minds in content delivery, pod show, and limelight. <laughs>